and welcome to today's edition of Chapter by Chapter for Dune. I am your host, Will Cowan. With me is my co-host and good friend, Steve. Oh, that's the beautiful sound <laughs> of a tequila sunrise on my horizon Ooh. This, this afternoon. Look at the this color there, man. Look at that color. You it's like that blending beautiful. technique? Yeah, for those who are not, for those, because this is an audio medium, it's got this beautiful <laughs> orange, orange, orange color. It's trying to describe a, what I just said, a sunrise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Looks delicious, man. Uh, we are getting for. we are getting into chapter 43 today. And guess what, Steve? What? This is our 100th episode. Oh! We did it! Feels great. 100 episodes like i've accomplished not a lot but something <laughs> it's a reminder of just how much time we have truly wasted uh i don't know it's probably close if we're including eye of the world and uh i am this is probably close to about <laughs> 40 hours of content, 40 hours of audio content that has been pumped out there in the last. That's right. Since July. Since Just July. Put me in. Just let me fucking in there. Put me in your eardrums. And let me, okay. That's so gross. People now, now <laughs> we just lost three subscribers. I just watched the numbers just drop right there. <laughs> I don't want them anyways. All right. If they're not down to clown, then I'm not sticking around. I'm going to get to put that on a t-shirt. Otherwise, <laughs> that doesn't sound good either. <laughs> uh, 100 episodes, man. Uh, any, any, oh. Anything you want to say towards that? Anything you want to, anything you want to, like any compliment, accomplishments? Yeah, I like, do. What, in the beginning of this show, I was not in a great place. It was... Uh, lockdown and all of my work had been abolished by a disease and you know now we're 100 episodes in and all that's the same place (laughs) so so you know sunrise baby (laughs) uh i just want to say uh now that we're at the 100th episode um this this has been great keeping up with this show and getting it to the point that it's at, uh, and holding on to the, the followers that we do. Obviously. Thank you guys so much for tuning in Absolutely. and listening. Like it, we've <clears throat> said it, I don't know how many times on the show a lot lately because we've been a lot more. And I'll say it a lot more. Say it again. Thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you, you. everyone. I love you. <laughs> and I need you. So for a hundredth episode, get through the days, the nights cool (laughs) (laughs) so for our 100th episode uh we don't have anything special planned we didn't we're actually know that i might have planned i might have planned a game i told you this five minutes before we started recording that with this was was our 100th 100th episode episode. (laughs) yeah and you were like that's why i said i might have planned a game i didn't but you don't know for a fact (laughs) that i didn't until just now that I revealed it, now my hand is played. What was what would be the game? Um, 
I'm just kidding. How many? I'll get a jar full of sand, and I'll hold it in front of the camera, and then you guess how many grains of sand are in the jar, like jelly jelly beans. Seven million. Wrong. Fuck. Again? Eight million. (laughs) So. Always is. We are getting into chapter 43. In this chapter, we have we've actually spent a, we spent a few seconds right before we started recording to figure out what the chapter <clears throat> name was. And Steve, I believe you had a couple good ideas. Hit me with them. You see, he's saying this because we didn't settle on anything. And this is why he's like, oh, he, you came up with ideas. I didn't fucking come up with ideas. You did. You did. And I'm putting this on you. All right. This chapter is called Gurney Strikes Back. Retaliation. Colon. Vengeance. <laughs> Part one. You're naming it like a a Star Wars movie. What Star Wars movie is named that? Well, it's just like there's so many titles for a Star Wars movie. Like Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Mm. You know what I mean? Fair. I was going for more like a Jason Statham type thing. Oh. I was going for like Crank the- Four. The Gurney Ultimatum? The Gurney Man, Supremacy. I, that's not Jason Statham. Oh, it's Matt I, Damon. I was thinking of Jason Bourne. It's getting all it's getting all mixed up. Guys, this is already off to the best. Wires are getting crossed. This is why are we doing this? Let's get to cha- let's get into the chapter. <laughs> no better time to ask that question than the hundredth episode. <laughs> why why are we still doing this? Uh, I believe it is your turn to read the chapter. I think I read it last time. <clears throat> when law and duty are one, united by religion, you never become fully conscious, fully aware of yourself. You are always a little less than an individual. From Muad'Dib, the 99 wonders of the universe, by Princess Irulan. That's that a weird. Like a book. That's that sounds like a weird. Ninety nine wonders. Chapter introduction, like it seems very pessimistic, you know, like almost as if Paul is saying that, like, well, I mean, it's saying right here, you're less of a person when you join a religion, when you join a a, a large group like this. Law and duty united by religion, because you always have to put that above yourself. You can't make a decision for yourself. Um, mm. And, you know, Gurney coming back on his sort of path of revenge because he's, he's, I mean, we're going to, we'll get into it over the next two chapters here, but, you know, Gurney, what, two or three years have passed since the Harkonnens came and Gurney, this is the first we've seen of Gurney, correct? Uh, We, we had a, uh, we had another chapter. We had we had a little chapter with him where he was with uh he was with the leader of the smugglers the tu- uh, the Tuek, and uh, he was basically just working out his deal working with them. In that chapter, he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna work for you, yeah. and uh, you yeah, know what yeah, my yeah. deal is. I'm gonna fucking work for you until I can figure out how to kill the beast Rabban because that's all I have going for me right now. Like my all my family. Yeah, so dead. he's he's on the run, he's on the loose, and he he has that whole drive of killing Rabban, uh, seeded out of revenge." Because his duke was killed, and he also thinks that Paul was killed, and thinks by way of that that Jessica was the traitor. 
Yeah. So he's just fueled by revenge right here. And that is, again, that is that is the law and duty binded by one. Not necessarily, I guess, religion, maybe. Maybe we're talking more about the Fremen. I there. think, I, yeah, I think we're talking more about the Fremen. But in this chapter, you can apply this it to Gurney. Like, yeah, I think in this chapter, you can apply it to Gurney because I in this chapter, he kind of becomes a part of this religion again. Or not even part of this religion. He's revealed to... He's he's introduced to the religion, and he finds out that Paul is Muad'Dib, and it's uh, yeah, it's and kind of a revelation. He, he for knows him. the name Muad'Dib. He's heard of Muad'Dib. He just didn't know that was Paul. That's what I want to kind of talk about a little bit. And and how do you think they're gonna like represent this in the in the new movie if they do at all? Is this two year time span between? Uh, I think he'll go. You're Muad'Dib. I've heard about that guy. Yeah. Like, and what did, what are all these different crazy things that Muad'Dib did to earn his name as this religious leader of the Fremen? Because even Bear, like, there's a chapter not that long ago. <clears throat> what he did in those two Excuse years? Me. Yeah. Because I went looking, I, I went looking it up, see if there's like I any think sort it'll, of comic book. I think or it'll like, be to, to, I hope they don't do fucking comic books and shit. Fill. Listen, I love a comic book, but I hate when you are like like Star Wars when they're like, "Oh man, you're gonna love to find out why Snoke has a why Snoke, how Snoke got his golden slippers." <laughs> you, it is, you just gotta read a comic book series, a two part novel, and play a video game, and play a yeah. mobile game. Also, log into Fortnite <laughs> in between uh, you know January twentieth and February. Yeah, and we'll drop a huge part of the plot exclusively on Fortnite. That's that's how you're oh, going get that news. To reference Star Wars, they could very well do it how sort of the prequels, I guess all the like all the Star Wars movies, save for really the newer stuff, all have mm-hmm. big time jumps, time gaps in between them, and yeah. usually reference a few things. Yeah, that happened here and there. You know that business on fucking Nemoidia or some shit. Kato exactly. And because there's, they have those, they have the this book three, which is two years in the future from book two, um, and I do think that they're going to end the movie near the first movie near the end of book two. I I think, uh, so you have that two year span to kind of go like, okay, here's your third yeah. I don't movie. know, I, I... you know, and then you can do that. Star I don't know Wars because shit. if they push it to like a three hour movie. That's the thing, yeah. You're yeah. right. Like a- ending it on the time jump is probably the smart move. It makes the most sense. But you're right at the same time. Like this is probably gonna be like a three hour movie. So how much can you put in like how much of the movie is just gonna be Jessica and Paul on sand and just hanging Walking out? Walking through sand. sand. Yeah, and how much of the movie is going to be dad talk? I mean, if we're going to go by the source material, the answer to both is lots. <laughs> <laughs> There's majority. It's a it's a big part of the book. I think that's what we're going to name the two the three books now, or at least the first two. The first one's called Dad Talk, Dune Book mm-hmm. One, Dad Talk, Dune Book Two, Sam Walker. Yep, I was gonna say San Walken, but San Walker I like better. Uh, and book three, 
super spiced. Yeah, we might have to revisit that one. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, but I'll take but yeah. it. It's um, it's something that I kind of I've always been wondering <laughs> about is like what Muadib was up to during that time because from what I could see, he's just like setting up raids and he's just like bombarding Harkonnen, you know, uh, holdouts here and there, just kind of like setting up his name for himself and setting up like strategic place points for Fremen and his fate of Keen to eventually launch an attack, but it's not really that that point yet. And that's kind of where we're meeting Gurney right now. It's two years since the last time we saw him. And he is built, he is running on revenge, but at the same time, he took up his, took up a job as a spice farmer. You know, like when you're introduced, when you're introduced to him in this chapter, I can't help but think of him as like, you know, like a farmer, you know, he's like, he's in his car or in his, uh, in his uh, sand uh, crawler thing. He's a farmer, but he's more like a guy who like listen to Sturgill you know, Simpson. Lives in yeah, but he like you know he like lives in Portland, let's say. Sure. And like yeah. he has uh, his front lawn is a whole garden. Oh yeah, and it's right? he's like one of those guys where it's like all the grass is gone, all the trees are gone. There's just corn. There's just tomatoes, <laughs> zooks, cukes. Yeah. You know, but it's turnips. Like, it is like banana trees. Let's put them in California. You got banana trees. Why not? Why not? Cocoa nuts. I and, think. Uh, and then he's relaxing in a hammock, maybe. Or if you're not into a hammock, I don't know some people aren't. Maybe like an egg. Gurney doesn't chair. seem. Gurney doesn't seem like a, ha- a hammock guy. Maybe he's an playing egg. his yeah, balisette. You know. Ding 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 ding. Serenading <laughs> the beets. You know, and the radish. Oh boy, that's a life. <laughs> described what I want I th- in retirement. I think I you no, know, not in retirement. I've seen you do this. I have come over to your place once in the past, and you were in your front lawn reading the book. Because fake it till you make it, will. Drinking the you know, same I'm drink you're drinking like right I'm now. retired. I'm not. But if I act like I am, it might just I happen. Believe that I am, then I'll become it. <laughs> I want your life. One day. I don't, but I you do. You don't. No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't want that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, 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 I kind of like how Gurney's coming into this chapter. I'm just like, this is another another day at work, you know? And uh, as spice smugglers, you know, they, he, he's got his system down, you know? Like, he's he knows when to signal off the ornithopters. He knows when to take off the mask so he can, like, so he can speak loudly. And uh, he's just he's in control of the situation until he's not until he they until the Fremen and Paul show up and start fucking him up. Uh, if if it wasn't Paul that got to Gurney first and like and if Paul didn't know it was Gurney at all that they were attacking, uh, or like didn't find that out during the 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 fight, do you think Paul would have killed Gurney? If he, if there was like that second where they just didn't recognize recognize each other, because well, yeah, Gurney I mean, if they engage Paul. in combat, Paul would have fucked if him. They engage, up. If they engage in combat and it was life or death, Paul would have been like the guy and killed him with like a yeah, you know, Eric Keen Fremen death touch. Chika! 
That's right. my. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, let's uh, let's talk about the tactics. So, like when Paul and Gurney get together, you know, they have a little like embrace. They have a little bit of a hug, and then they they more or less get down to business. Like Paul was like, okay, now that I know Gurney's here and I got my in with the smugglers, this is kind of like the point where Paul almost like decides to pull the trigger on the attack. I think he also finds out that um, Raban is basically left defenseless because the Harkonnens have left him now. They are shacked up in like these small towns and villages where they don't have a lot of maneuverability and paul knows this and he's like i think this is the time and i think riding that sandworm has given him way more his sand gills of his mind yeah he's like changed his perspective he's like i didn't know chapter where he gives a speech about desert power to gurney is that the next chapter i think that this is the chapter ah my prescience is already reading ahead i don't know I think this is the, that this chapter because he's like, because uh, they get on the worm, right? They what during the fight or after the fight is done, another Fremen shows up and he's like, "Hey, there's this worm coming down," and Paul is like, "Deal with it," and then the Fremen mount the worm and turn it away from the situation so they can still like take care of the sand crawlers and whoever else is in this uh, smuggler group, and. Um, Paul or Gurney sees this and he's like, you guys can fucking ride these things. Can you imagine the description his, like, of Gurney seeing it? I gotta say, I gotta say that it, first of all, the, this whole chapter being from Gurney's perspective is, mm-hmm. I think is great. And is, a is almost like it's, fu- it's, it's, it's kind of fun because it's almost like, it's almost like the viewer Gurney is almost like the viewer who is mm-hmm. just like dropped into it and all of a sudden is like, what? What the fuck is all of this? <laughs> you guys, can, you guys you can, can ride this? You can just ride worms? You're climbing up the side of them? What? Yeah. What does any of this mean? Um, And this is where Paul goes off on his whole desert power. Yeah. He's like, my father spoke of desert power. This is what he's talking about worms man fucking worms <laughs> and gurney's like okay this boy means business like i guess we're just gonna have yeah. to like join up with him um yeah I, I i really like you said like the descriptions of that frank herbert provides that are from gurney's point of view and you get that same sort of like sense of what the fuck is going on from gurney when he like sees the sees them mount the worm like the way that they do he's he's just like how 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 can you just do that that is ridiculous you're not supposed to do that and but they done did it i i just find it i i interesting that like as soon as paul gets on the worm this is it just like ignites and meets gets on the worm he passes his driver's test. He meets Gurney, and this is basically the time where he's like, "All right, we're ready to get the planet back." Like I am the Duke of Arrakis, you know. Yeah. Everybody was rock and roll. To me. You know, like we we are getting into this. Death and I, by sand. 
And I guess, like... The book only... is coming near an end. March 4th. In That's the, the sand. My worm <laughs> people. I'm sorry. You're right. Like, it is like we're breaching the end of the book, and Frank Herbert is like, plot's gotta go. Like, plot has got to yeah, start fucking move it. moving here, and we gotta get to the end. Um, and I, you you start to get that feeling that you did when... Um, uh, the Harkonnens attacked in the first book. Like there's this mounting momentum coming up now, you know, as soon as everybody gets on the worm, everybody's on the worm ride. Right. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like snapping. riding. Another thing that I noticed, and I didn't think about it today until I was reading it again. When Stilgar and Gurney are introduced to each other, uh, they they know of each other. They're like, oh, Stilgar is a Stilgar is like known amongst the, all the f- smugglers. You know, like he's a well respected fighter in in Arrakis. And uh, Stilgar says to Gurney, he's like, oh man, you too. Everybody knows you. Everybody knows knows Gurney. <laughs> <laughs> it's a meeting of two great warriors from opposite sides. It's 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 fun. I like it. It almost seemed a little flirtatious to me. It between was a little their flirtatious, and I am about like, it. Even even when like Paul's like, you guys should touch hands. They should. <laughs> it's not all these. It's not all these touch. <laughs> feet. They should touch feet. What do you think is flirting on Arrakis? The same thing flirting co- is anywhere. You know, you say, "Hey, you hungry? I got some. I got some yams boiling. I'm boiling beets. You know how many my- beets I eat a day." <laughs> You know, same kind of flirting as normal. <laughs> That's how you flirt. Hey, well, how many beats? How many beats I eat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Man, I want to know the answer a, to that question. Important. It's it's important to put your diet out there and let people know. You know, I don't know what it is, but my, when I think of flirting on Arrakis, my first thought is like the relationship between the Silago and human. You know how they spit in each other's mouth. It's like I like you. Oh yeah, the baby birds. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess you just spit on each other. <laughs> like if you just walk by and like just spat a big old lug on on someone of uh you know, someone you're fan you fancy a little. Uh I imagine that would go over pretty well. Yeah, it's like that scene in Ace Ventura where uh Ace Ventura two where he meets the tribe and then they, how they all meet each other is just, or like how they all show that they appreciate each other, like tri- spitting in each other's faces. I don't faces. know about that tribe scene in 2021, if I'm going to be honest, Will. I don't know. Oh, I, I'm not saying that it's politically correct <laughs> at all. It's probably, it's probably, it's so bad. Well, but yeah. when you're eight years old, fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. Hey, I saw it in theaters. <laughs> I was losing my mind. When I first watched that movie, I still think it's funny, despite its problems. It's um, got its, it's. Oh yeah. I mean, do you think Jim Carrey would be? Where who do you butt. think? Who do you think Jim Carrey would play in in Dune? Who? What character would he best be as? He'd, he'd be a good well, fighter. You got to look at the different eras of Jim Carrey because the more recent eras are pretty spooky. But I think he's. I think he's doing. I think he's doing a lot better these days. I think he's doing good. There was that I number twenty three era that was really. No, it wasn't even that. Because that was like mid two thousands. It was it was like twenty thirteen to sixteen. I think he was in movies during that time. 
He was. He never stopped being in movies. What movies was he in? I don't know. Anything where he has a giant beard. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he did that, like, Andy Kaufman documentary, and he looked fucked in that. He looked crazy. I uh, think that he would play... Piter. I, mean, I, would... I think mm. I, he's a Piter to me. Ooh, yeah. Piter's a good one. Piter's you know, a really good one. You know, if Dune was remade in the 90s, uh, Jim Carrey is Piter, Nicolas Cage is Gurney, I mean, you uh, could still do that now. You Nicholas Cage should still rock Gurney. Nicholas Cage would be a pretty good Gurney. <laughs> I think you should. I think you should play Paul. <laughs> Current age. You I just, love it. Just ignore it. They just dye his or hair just more. Ignore black. the age discrepancies. He's just like has really long black hair. He's like, I'm 15. <laughs> yeah, like when he was Superman. Yeah, pretty much the same thing. <laughs> Long black hair. Uh, so good. Um, and I believe, and the chapter wraps up with them. Uh, pretty much, they're like, okay, I think we gotta like regroup at a CH or with the rest of the tribe because <clears throat> not only do they have to talk battle tactics and how to get the Harkonnens, they have to settle this whole Stilgar Paul thing because that's still that's still on the horizon with them, you know. And I think they there's this whole like bit when they're inside the cave of birds, uh, and they capture a few guys. Yeah, the that cave are of birds. Yeah, How I don't. Many know, birds I, are in that cave. None, none whatsoever. There's not a bird. Why is it called that? Sight. I have no idea. Shape of a bird. Maybe maybe they saw a bird in there once, and they're just like, "This is the bird cave." <laughs> the cave of birds. <laughs> there's one bird, and then it dies. <laughs> yeah totally uh yeah there's this whole bit with they when they discover that some of the smugglers that gurney was with were actually sardaukar in disguise uh trying to kill paul oh, yeah. and uh paul sets one free to like send the word back to beast for bond and to the harkonnens that like oh yeah no paul is alive he's he's gearing up for battle gotta send a message gotta send a message and it's kind of cool because that Sardaukar kills one of his buddies because he knows what the situation is. He's like, he's going to let us go. And that his buddy kind of lunges at Paul to like kill him or something like that. And that Sardaukar just straight up mercs him. Like just fucking yep. sword in the don't chest around. down on the ground. He's like, all right, I'll deliver the message. Just don't just don't hurt me. And don't I think that that's everything that I pretty much want to talk about for this episode. Well, that is a, another chapter in the books, or the book, rather, of Dune. You like that? What do we got? We only have a few left, don't we? Yeah, we got one, two, three, four, five. Five more episodes. Five more episodes. Five we'll- more episodes. A week's worth, although we're midweek right now. Yeah, but we got... What? It's Wednesday today. We'll be done Wednesday next week, everybody. Wow. Wednesday by Wednesday is what we should really be calling this show. Wednesday by Wednesdays. Wednesday by Wednesday. Uh, Please go ahead and check us out on Instagram. Chapter by chapter podcast. Hit us on Twitter at 
chat by chap. Let us know what's going on. You know, we want to talk to you. And we'll be back tomorrow for chapter 44 of Dune.